welcome to A Space for Community. My name's Georgie and today's visit is a bit different because we are on Zoom. The past two years have been incredibly difficult for community spaces. The pandemic caused doors to shut and some services to stop, but it also meant more work for some community groups. With social distancing measures back in place, we're not able to visit this community space, but today we're talking to Louisa and Kim from Scotland's and Bushbury Hill in Wolverhampton. For six years, they've been running a community hub that's been described as the beating heart of their neighbourhood. And now they've got a new project on the horizon, supported by their award-winning group of volunteers that hopes to help even more local people. We spoke to them via Zoom, so please excuse any dodgy audio. Hi, Kim and Louisa. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, uh, I'm Louisa and I'm the capacity support worker for the Scotland's and Bushby Hill Big Local. Hi, I'm Kim and I work with Louisa and uh, we run Community Action and Training Services. So I'd just love to know a bit about yourselves and the work you do in your community. We uh, operate across the SBH area, the Scotlands of Bushby Hill, which is in Wolverhampton, West Midlands. Um, we support a lot of community groups, local communities of all kinds within our area, uh, community hubs and centres. So it sounds like you've got quite a bit going on then. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about your community and what it's like to live in WV10? Yes, uh, the Scotland's and Bushbill area is known as one of the most deprived areas across the city. It's a very, very diverse area. There's lots and lots of um, families and individuals in there that have got complex needs. Employment is low. The whole area um, lacks in confidence and self-esteem. Basic life skills are quite poor in some instances. There's large families. You've got large families finding it very, very difficult to cope. Whilst there's very, very good schools and the children are thriving in a lot of the schools, there's also, um, when they come out of school, they haven't got, like, a lot of their basic needs aren't met. Not a lot of people work because they're in a cycle and their grandparents did it and their, you know, their brothers and sisters have done it, so they don't think that they should do it. Um, and it's trying to break that cycle, which is what we're trying to do. Uh, we run a lot of specific projects across the area to try and enhance people's basic life skills and to get them uh, motivated, to raise their confidence and the self-esteem, to make them feel that they are something. We run a lot of su- successful projects like the Life After the Food Bank, the Grow, Cook and Learn project, where we've got a cookbook where people come along to sessions and they cook for six weeks and they take away food parcels with them every week. Uh, But they're cooking healthy, nutritional meals. Because of the debt deprivation, there's a lot of fast food being the best food, I think. And we're trying to break the cycle in lots and lots of things. And can you tell me a bit about what you love about Scotland's in Bushbury Hill? Absolutely, yes, it's the people. We are really fortunate in that we have a lot of people who are really passionate about helping their community do better. So whilst they might have financial problems or many other multi-complex issues that Kim has mentioned, it's about helping each other and volunteering to support their local community to do better and to improve. So we're really fortunate in that way because we've got a lot of volunteers who give up their time to do things for their neighbours, friends and, and everybody else across the community. Can I just add to that as well? A lot of the volunteers that we actually work with across the area have had their own real life experiences. And that what I love about it is that because they've got local knowledge and they're like local people, people from the community actually go to them for support. I had one month 
um, who was really, really struggling, seven children. Mum came along because um, she, she was like quite down she, and she started to suffer with mental health herself, like depression. She started coming into the centre. She got involved with like the cooking programme, which was helping her with food. Um, we got some people in there that were doing like confidence building, life skills, um, supporting her to work with her family. So that was through Head Start programme. Then she started to, to come down the centre when the sessions weren't on. And uh, she got a, a level one and a level two in food hygiene. She started doing a little bit of volunteering in the cafe, like washing up, tidying up. She actually now stands up at um, events and, and, and tells people what having a, a centre like the Big Ventures done for her and having people who can actually support her. And uh, we actually helped her then to actually move on to get to gain employment, and she became um, a care worker. She went all the way through the COVID lockdown, going out and supporting like people who needed care. And she still gave all her time whenever she could back to the centre. So that's uh, one of our beautiful volunteers. That's so great. It brings us on to the asset we're here to talk about today, which is the Big Venture Centre. I love that name, it rolls off the tongue. Could you tell us what it is and, and what you do there? Yeah, so Big Venture Centre a long time ago was a place called the Scotland Adventure Playground and it was a council-run community centre that was there for youth provision way back in 2014-15 when a lot of the government cuts came down during that time. The council wanted to close a lot of their community centres and the Scotland Adventure Playground was one of those. So local community on the Scotland's end of the patch couldn't see this happen because it is one of the only spaces that they had that gave them access to anywhere to come together at all. So as part of the big local plan, this was put forward as an asset transfer. Local community members came together and they established a charitable community benefit society. After two years of wrangling through all the legal processes that we had to go through and all the negotiations with the city council, we eventually got the building signed over to the community and it's now in their hands. So how long has the community had it in their hands? Since March 2016. So oh, wow. we've had it a good few years now and it's really it really is an absolute credit to the, the efforts that they're putting up there. So it's still an adventure playground? Um, unfortunately, no. Because of the maintenance costs for the equipment, we had to have it removed. Adjacent to the building, it's just got a great big green field, uh, which is lovely. However, a lot of the people who were initially quite upset because all the playground has actually moved. We've built on that. We've built um, gazebo, like wooden gazebos where we deliver um, projects from. And we've got a beautiful um, community garden now, developed with uh, the help of Waits and Wolverhampton Homes. Oh, amazing. They came down and they, they put us in a beautiful community garden in a piece of the green space that was there. And it's used by people with learning disabilities. It's quite tranquil. And people just come and they, they drop plants off and they grow their own beans. And so it's actually, it is a proper little community garden. Before COVID, the Big Venture Centre had worked its way towards being completely grant independent. It had, within its first two years of being taken over by the community, it was generating enough revenue itself to be able to uh, sustain itself and keep those doors open. It has a beautiful community cafe at the heart of it, which is run by volunteers who are trained 
and who, by the way, have five stars for their hygiene rating. I must mention that because they're so proud of that. Oh, it's amazing. People can hire the room for parties and things. Through that, through room hire in the cafe, they generated enough income to be able to be independent of grant, which meant that all the grant that they got through other sources were for projects. Could you tell us a bit more about how the pandemic affected the Big Venture Centre and the community? Yeah, so before COVID hit, the Big Venture Centre was independent of grant. It was generating enough of its own income and revenue streams to be able to sustain itself and keep its doors open. And it had managed to do that within two years of the community taking over the asset themselves, um, which was obviously a big achievement. That's amazing. It is absolutely all done by volunteers. At the heart of the centre is a community cafe, which is much loved and uh, very well used. Then they've got the community hall and you've got lots of different groups and people and services using that as well. On weekends and evenings, they offered the hall out for hire, which generated a lot of their income for parties and the, the trained volunteers would cater for those, again, generating more income for the centre. But of course, COVID came along and wiped out that room hire income, that revenue straight away. And that was their main source. So that was a difficult blow to take because obviously being a new asset, they weren't cash rich in their reserves at all. Mm. So um, it was a, a couple of weeks of kind of getting to grips with what, to, you know, what do we do now? They were fortunate in that they qualified for a couple of the uh, government grants but very quickly within two or three weeks they'd regrouped and mobilized to deliver some different services and they had to do things differently because what was very apparent was that all the people we did support as well as a whole new raft of other people that now needed support still needed the centre and its services so we applied for grants and different projects and the centre was able to generate some in terms of being almost like a distribution hub, really. Um, oh, the right. So the services were took literally to the doorsteps. You mentioned about the community cafe, and I'm really sad we can't be there. Can you tell us a bit about what's on the menu and what we could have had to drink and eat? Well, as soon as you get through the doors, you'll get a big beaming smile and a welcome, which we think is like one of the most important things. And then you can have anything from the best bacon butter in Wolverhampton through to Jackie potatoes through to a roast dinner. It all depends what you want. Roast dinners. I'll see you on Sunday. You'll be more than welcome. It sounds like your community were quickly able to pivot and make changes. Did people find that easy? or It had a massive impact originally on the centre um, and its way of delivery. However, there's a lot of positive work that's come out of it. For instance, um, it's enabled volunteers who run the centre to be innovative and um, to look at different ways of delivering services that's found recognition from other services across the city, like statutory services, mm. and who've actually started to come to them and to actually support on um, project delivery. What came out of that, which was absolutely amazing, was that the volunteers were recognised for their, their work that they did during the pandemic with the um, Queen's Award. They got awarded the Queen's Award for voluntary services, which obviously had a massive impact on the reputation of the centre. It showed the passion of the volunteers and, and how they came together to still continue to support people. They did lots of things to get that, like, uh, I'll give you an example. 
We support a lot of older people who are lonely and isolated, and we, we run a project. Um, the Bushby Buddies project originally about getting people who were lonely and older people who were lonely and isolation into centres to reduce loneliness and isolation. We found that these older people, obviously, because of the pandemic, they couldn't go out anywhere. Mm. So... Off, off our workers went, our volunteers went with their um, the minibus and they started taking homemade cakes round and knocking on older people's doors and doing a little chat on the doorstep. And from that, we started uh, taking family parcels of activities round where it could be balls of wool and we got them to make loads and loads of like pom-poms. From Remembrance Sunday, we put all the pom-poms together. We actually held an online service for Remembrance Sunday. So that's some of the things that try to work differently, given the opportunity to do that. Because obviously, we had to be innovative to like get the, the funding. It actually helped us to reach some of the hardest to engage people across the area. You've got probably so many great relationships across the community from meeting people on their doorsteps. It's like we said, it kind of opened a can of worms, really, because in any community, there's people who will willingly come into community centres people who might need a bit of encouragement and then there's people who just wouldn't engage yeah and those people who through covid became desperate did engage so now you're sort of in that position where you can't not support them but you've still yeah. provide other services i hear that the venture center won't be your only space soon so i'd love to hear a bit more about your future plans absolutely yes the venture center i mean it's a, it is obviously a fantastic center but as always, we haven't got enough space. We're very, very, very near as of having the keys handed over for a, another community centre, which is at the other end of the uh, big local patch on a street called Fifth Avenue. Um, but that's coming into the hands of our big local team. So what are you going to be doing in this new space? Initially, it will be a community incubation hub, which is, that's what we've called it, but what it is in effect is a space where local community can come together and have a room for a few hours to develop new activities, generate new groups. So it might be that we could get some local parents in to establish a new parent club, or it might be that we start running some luncheon clubs for older people. Um, but also alongside of that, we also want to deliver some interwork services. Post-pandemic now, we are seeing, as Kim mentioned earlier, there's our area has high unemployment anyway, but we've also got a huge problem with this with our local people. So families that were working families before suffering post-COVID, it's going to be a really practical place to get people back on track. Having that extra space actually means that we can engage with more, more local people. So for the City Council, we've been awarded some money to distribute uh, the household support fund. And from that household support fund, we're seeing people who, who really, really are destitute and um, give them vouchers for clothing and, and things like that and paying utility bills. And, you know, we've got them queuing up outside the doors. All of those people that are coming through the doors, we've got their details. And once that building is up and running, we'll be contacting them to try and support them in any way we can. What seems to be so powerful about what you're doing is that you're very trusted by the community. Is that the case? Yes. 99.9% of the volunteers who work across the area are local people and they, they live, you know, they've lived in the area, they've got their own life stories. 
Many of them have been there and done that. Some of them have lost their homes. Some of them have been victims of financial abuse and, and domestic violence. Some of them have um, got mental health problems in the sense of like anxiety and depression. This is a way forward. This is something that we can we can start to really, really support. And people believe in us. We've done what we said we would do. The building and the spaces, how integral are they to the success of Scotland's and Bushbury Hill Big Local? Oh my goodness, they are absolutely key. It's a it's a place for people to be and come together. And I've, all the services, all those additional services and projects that we get in wouldn't have come in if we hadn't got those spaces and those buildings. Often outside organisations, say for example, NHS, the CCG, they need to come in. They want to, say, look at a priority area, which is quite often an area like ours, and they want to get their services in there, but without these kind of buildings and spaces, uh, they wouldn't be able to do that. And also, obviously, the buildings and spaces, but also the volunteers, as in the local people. Uh, those two things just go hand in hand in terms of attracting the football, getting people through and being able to deliver those key services in, in an area like ours. Can I just come back there? Um, I'm just going to recap on something that one of the volunteers actually said to me when the big venture centre as it is now was up for closure. They came to me and they said, we can't let this happen, Kim, because if you let this happen, you're taking away the beating heart of our community. And that has always stuck in my mind. Oh, it, it's so inspiring and you, you must be working so hard. It is, and it's really rewarding for us to work in a place like this. We are really lucky. We always say... You know, we haven't got a, a job description as such. We come into work and do whatever's needed to get the local community through to the next milestone. Um, we do class ourselves as really lucky in that way, and we're glad they have embraced us as part of their community as well. It's such a shame we couldn't be at the Big Venture Centre with Kim and Louisa, but I'm so grateful they took the time to tell us their inspiring story. I'm hoping we'll be able to visit the Big Venture Centre and their new community hub soon especially because they have roast dinners on the menu. We hope you've enjoyed hearing the stories of people helping community spaces to thrive across the country. If you want to hear more inspiring community stories, head to localtrust.org.uk or follow us on Twitter at Local Trust.